When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the My Gastric Sleeve Podcast with your host, Nima Karazi. Nima is just a regular guy who had the gastric sleeve surgery, and this is his story. He is not a doctor. This podcast is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you have medical questions, ask your doctor. Now let's get into it. Hello and welcome to the My Gastric Sleeve Podcast. I'm your host, Nima Karazi, and this is my journey. So today I really want to go over some of the stages uh, of this diet. There's the first stage, which is about four days long. There's the second stage, which is about 10 days long. So those two stages together take you into two weeks. And then there's the third stage, which is also two weeks long. And I want to discuss these three main stages with you until we get further on down the line and talk about stage four, which is soft foods. So... When you're done with the surgery, you come home, and the first day you're home after the surgery is day zero. So days zero through three, or the first four days, I don't know why they label it that way, but the first four days that you're home are stage one. And during stage one, the only thing you can consume is uh, liquid protein and water. And the liquid protein they suggest for you is a liquid protein called isopure. Now, they suggest you drink IsoPure because it's ready-made, it's easy to access, you can buy it at any vitamin shop, and it's very easily available to everybody. That's that's awesome, right? The, the issue with it, uh, for some people, is they don't enjoy the taste. So they'd rather just drink water with protein powder in it. And you can have that. I don't know what that really tastes like because I've never done it. But that's not really my jam. I like flavor. So I I went the IsoPure route and I got the blueberry and I liked it. I liked it for the first day. I was like, oh, this is great. Yeah, I could totally drink this. This is, a, this is not a problem. I could take very slow sips and this is wonderful for me. The second day, I was already tired of it. It leaves this dryness in your mouth and it has this odd aftertaste and it's weird and I don't like it anymore but I have to drink it for three more days so I'm drinking the isopure and I'm just kind of hating it and I'm drinking the water and I'm loving the water because it's washing away this isopure aftertaste in my mouth and I'm swirling it around in my mouth I'm also being very conscious of the amount of liquid that I'm consuming and the time in which I am consuming it So basically, they told me, you can drink about one ounce of fluid every 15 minutes, which is two tablespoons. So what I did was I took two tablespoons, I measured it, and I poured it into a glass, and I drank that, and that let me know how much fluid was that in my mouth I was measuring with my mouth. I think I've mentioned this before. And 
that became my measuring cup for fluid for the first four days of I can have this much. I know how much I can have. So I did that. I got through the ISO here. I still have uh, like eight or 10 bottles of it left because they only sell it in like 12 bottle increments. And it's very annoying, but good for them. Good for Isopure and good for Vitamin Shop. Congrats on that. So anyway, so I finished that and then I got into the protein shake and liquids stage, uh, which is stage two. And stage two takes you to the end of week two. And that you can have strained soup. You can have uh, caffeine-free teas. Uh, you can have w- those like flavor enhancers for water if they don't have any sugar in them. Yeah, so it's it's uh, it's great. But again, they're like you can have one ounce every ten to fifteen minutes. So then it's taking me a very long time to finish my water, to finish my um, protein shakes, to finish all this stuff. Um, and I'm also a- able to have yogurt. Uh, so long as the the sugar in the yogurt is not exceeding 8 grams of total sugar and also that it does not have sugar as an ingredient because I can't have uh, granulated sugar. You can only have natural sugars that are in the product. So like if you had an orange, you could have an or By the time I get to being ha- able to have an orange, I will be able to have an orange. But that has natural sugars in it as opposed to adding sugar to a thing. So I don't know if that made any sense. That was a long way to the well and not a lot of water when we got there. So I'm sorry about that. So the next thing was having all of these like new strained liquids and broths. So my wife is making like vegetable broth from scratch and buying beef broth and chicken broth And I'm able to have all these things as well as my protein shakes. And thankfully, I haven't been sick yet. I haven't had any issues at all. So that feels really good, right? But you really have to make sure that you're straining these soups because sometimes a little uh, piece of uh, chicken or a little piece of, you know, whatever the vegetable is that's in the soup may make its way through the sieve. And then you have to, you know, either spit it out or chew it up super, super good And it kind of takes up a lot of your time uh, there. So at the end of stage two, I lost uh, a a bunch of weight because all I've had is either protein shakes, which are like 150 to 175 calories each, twice a day, and then water, and then my pills. And, you know, every now and again, like a butternut squash soup. Or like, you know, a strained egg drop soup or a, you know, a little bit of a hot and sour soup. I had a strained chicken noodle soup. It was like life-changing for me. It tasted amazing. I it was the complexities of soup all of a sudden. I'm not, I'm not a soup guy. You could ask anybody. I don't like soup that much. But apparently I get paid 10 cents every time I say soup because I've said it like 50 times in the last two minutes. It was amazing. It was it was something different and something kind of exotic, for lack of a better term. So I finished stage two, and I had lost a bunch of weight, and I just am starting stage three now. And stage three is complicated to say the least. 
So stage three is blended and pureed foods. When I talked about food prepping before, uh, like getting ready and prepared for the surgery and how it made me feel better, food prepping has its own positives and negatives. The negatives are that you're kind of stuck with the food that you've prepped. And the positives are you have all this amazing prepped food sitting in your freezer and just waiting to be put in a boiling pot of water so that it thaws out and you can eat it again. So before the surgery, my wife had prepped peas that she had pureed and broccoli that she had pureed and chicken and gravy from our Thanksgiving dinner or turkey and gravy from our Thanksgiving dinner and mashed potatoes and, you know, all kinds of good stuff. And so all of this stuff is in the freezer waiting. On top of that, I'm able to have yogurt, which I love. And so I'm I'm able to have some yogurt. So I'm having some Greek uh, Oikos yogurt, not a sponsor, but they should be. It's amazing. So I'm having some of that and it's fantastic. 15 grams of protein, natural vanilla flavor, no sugar added. So I'm loving it right? So that's fantastic. I can also have tofu. Uh, I don't, but I can. (laughs) I can have pureed chicken or turkey. I can have bean or lentil soup and lentils are so chock full of proteins. Another thing uh, that I'm really looking forward to is refried beans and soft cooked eggs or uh, scrambled and pureed egg whites. I can have that. That's pretty cool. Or cottage cheese or sweet potatoes, and more yogurt. <laughs> and a little bit of cream of wheat I can have too. I've never had it before, so maybe it'll be nice. And and some blended fruits and mashed bananas and applesauce and all of that seems like really exciting, right? So for the next two weeks, this is my palette. This is my, my uh, things that I can paint with. And I, I'm so excited about all these different food adventures, But I still find myself sticking to what I know. I still find myself having my my 16 ounce thermos of water a couple times a day, having my two 30 or 32 gram protein shakes, depending on what protein shake I'm I'm drinking that day. Today it's Ensure Max. They should be a sponsor of this podcast as well. They're amazing. It's wonderful. But I and I wanna have these really cool foods and proteins and starches and fruits. You know, I want to experiment with all that stuff. But again, the timing of it, you know, if it takes me an hour to drink a protein shake and I got to do two of those a day and it takes me an hour and a half to drink 16 ounces of water and I got to drink at least two of those a day, then that's five hours out of my day that I'm drinking these proteins and waters and so then that leaves me another you know hour because you want to put some time in between everything so if you you know so I I'm constantly doing math in my head that's kind of my thing I I do so much math in my head that sometimes we're watching tv and the 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 character on the television show will say to his boss I need a raise and the boss will say how much of a raise do you want and he goes I need a $3,000 raise. And he goes, I can't give you a 12% raise. What are you nuts? And I go, okay, so if $3,000 is 12%, that means $1,000 is 4%. And so $25,000 is his salary. And I go, hey, to my wife, hey, babe, 
his he's making $25,000 and he wants to make $28,000. And she goes, did you just do math? And I go, yeah, I just, all the time, no, there's not a homework assignment. There's no teacher assigning it to me. I'm just constantly always doing math in my head. So in the same way, I'm constantly planning my day for food and constantly falling short. So if I wake up at, let's say I start my day. So I I also got to take a Prilosec every morning to reduce the stomach acid. And then I got to wait 30 minutes before I can eat or drink anything. And I walk. So I walk twice a day for 15 minutes each time. Let's do the rough math. I haven't even done it before, but let's do the rough math. So I start work at around eight o'clock. So eight o'clock, I take my Prilosec. That takes me to 8.30. 8.30, I go on my walk. That takes me to 8.45. Let's give it until nine o'clock for me to start. So nine o'clock, I start drinking water and the water takes me an hour and a half. That takes me to 10.30. I give myself an hour in between to 11.30. I have my first protein shake until 12.30. Another hour in between takes me to 1.30. I have my second bottle of water for an hour and a half until three o'clock. I wait an hour until four o'clock. I have my second shake. It's five o'clock and I wait an hour and now it's six o'clock and I've had my two protein shakes and 32 ounces of water. And if I have another water that takes me to 7.30 and then if I wait an hour, it's 8.30. And then by that time, I'm supposed to have butternut squash soup or pureed turkey or refried beans. Or do I sacrifice a little bit of water and get some sustenance and some protein and some calories in or yogurt or applesauce, or cottage cheese, or cream of wheat. There's a limited amount of time. And on the weekends, it's even more limited because I'm not invested to wake up early to start eating early. So it kind of becomes this whole cavalcade of numbers and math and time and and existence and hunger or lack thereof or timing. And you're not hungry. I mean, I'm not hungry most of the time. I'm hungry all of the time, but I'm not hungry like, oh my God, I have to eat something. I'm just kind of hungry, like generally speaking. Like when you get older, you just always kind of have like a back ache. Like your knees are never like good enough to go running anymore. And you just know that about yourself. And that's how I feel about my hunger. Like that's just a thing I know about myself now. Like I'm just hungry. Like I'm I'm hungry right now. My stomach is just starting to make these growling noises. And I know I need to have my protein shake soon, but it's just always there. It's this thing that's always on my mind of like, I'm hungry, but it's okay. It's going to pass. It's not a big deal. It's fine. At the end of stage three, when the proteins and the starches and the fruits and everything are all mixing together, I start stage four. And that starts January 1st, which is me and my wife's anniversary. So when stage three ends and I no longer have to eat blended and pureed food and I can start getting into soft foods, that is January 1st, which is me and my wife's three-year anniversary. Now stage four is soft foods and that is a game changer. I mean, we're talking steamed or poached fish, tuna packed in water, ground and shredded and moistened with broth, chicken, or turkey. Veggie burgers. Come on, man. That is amazing. Scrambled eggs. That's a thing. Scrambled eggs I can have. 
soft cooked eggs, poached eggs. How amazing is that? Baked potatoes without skin, but still. And I can have ripe bananas or a fruit cup or a melon cut up into little pieces. And this is like the start of actually seeing real foods that I would recognize in a plate or a bowl in front of me. And this starts making sense. And this is when I start feeling, for lack of a better term, human again. Or maybe the term I'm looking for is like an adult again. Because right now what I'm eating looks more like baby food. And it feels like I'm being told to slow down, take it easy, and start introducing different textures and different quantities and different types and styles of food into my system. And I totally understand that, but it does feel like I am starting all over again. And it's something that's very humbling because once I understood that concept, it was something that just kind of changed my whole outlook on it. So if I have to start over, then that makes perfect sense. You start with liquid, you move to applesauce, and then eventually you can have like steamed and poached chicken and eggs. And then down the road, you can have like a burger. That's amazing to me. So I'm very much looking forward to stage four. And that, to me, looks like a vacation. You know when you like you book a vacation for yourself in the summer And it's still the winter and you're like, man, I have like six months until this vacation, but I'm so excited about it already. I'm going to buy some Hawaiian shirts and I'm going to get some shorts and I'm going to get some sandals and I'm going to get new swim trunks and uh, maybe goggles. Maybe I want to swim in the pool and, you know, I don't know where you're going, but I'm assuming, you know, that you're going to go somewhere amazing and awesome and cool. And when you do that, the whole six months leading up to it, you're looking forward to that so hard you're just like this is amazing i'm so excited about this i am so amped i'm so pumped this is this is everything i want and you're so much looking forward to it that when it happens you almost were more excited before it was happening than while it is happening to you and i feel like i felt that way about stage two when i was in stage one Like, man, I cannot wait for day four because then I can have protein shakes and my life's going to change. And then I did. And for like a day, it was heaven. And now it's like a burden. And the whole time I was in stage two, I was like, man, I cannot wait for purees on stage three. I am going to fuck up some purees in stage three. I am on this. And now I'm at stage three and I'm already bored of, of purees. So what I'm looking forward to right now is two weeks from now when I'm at stage four and I'm able to have fish steamed, tuna packed in water, veggie burgers, egg whites, scrambled. Are you kidding? Poached eggs. This is like a game changer. And still have yogurt and still have protein shakes and still have all the other stuff that I need. So it's just this constant, consistent looking forward and hoping for bigger and better things. And then after soft foods, we go into regular foods and there's two stages there. The other aspect of it is my walking. I've been walking twice a day for 15 minutes each. And it's fantastic. It's wonderful. And I love it. But then I thought, well, let's let's start ramping it up a little. So I took my first walk today, my, my morning walk, I call it, my morning stroll. Because it's not about speed. It's about stamina. I need to walk for 15 minutes. But I bumped it up this morning to 20 minutes. I burned a little bit more calories. I feel better. 
My heart rate was good. My pace was decent. It was wonderful. And I'm going to do this for about a week and then I'm going to bump it up to 25 minutes and then do that for a week and then bump it up to 30 minutes and that's where it's going to stay. And the second walk is going to stay at 15 minutes until I can do that 30 minutes in the morning reliably. And then I can start slowly ramping up the second walk from 15 to 20, 20 to 25, 25 to 30. So in the next six months, I want to be able to do two 30-minute walks or 30-minute strolls each day. And Saturday and Sundays are included. And that way, if I miss one day or if I miss one walk, it's not the end of the world. I can always walk again tomorrow. But for now, this is mainly to make sure that I don't get blood clots But also because what I really want is to have this endurance and be able to walk for long distances at a decent pace so that if and when we decide to go travel again, once COVID goes away and we can all do this traveling thing that we've all heard so much about, we can go on walks and we can go on hikes and we can go on strolls through the cityscape and just notice and look at things and not be so worried and concerned about Oh my God, do I have to stop on my back or my knees or my legs or my this or my that? If I can get rid of the sleep apnea and I can get rid of the diabetes, the third biggest gift I can give myself would be to be able to go for long walks and just enjoy myself. I think that's great. And I come from a long line of family walkers that just like to go to towns and walk around and just enjoy generally with their hands clasped behind their backs it's a very middle eastern thing to do so far i'm able to clasp three fingers on my left hand into my right hand but i will keep you updated on that anyway i hope this helped a little bit about stage two and stage three and potentially stage four and further a little bit talking about the different stages of of food and diet And a little bit about exercise. And if it helped, that's great. And if it didn't, then maybe listen to a different episode. And maybe that'll help you. But regardless, I'll be back next week. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Bye. Thanks for listening to the My Gastric Sleeve podcast. If you liked what you heard, subscribe. Give us a five-star review and share it with a friend. Please follow us on all social media at My Gastric Sleeve Podcast or let us know what you think at mygastricsleeppodcast.com.